Heavenly Father, calm our hearts and minds. Wipe away all that distracts us from you. And use your spirit to to draw us near. To sit at your feet. To hear from your word. And to live in your ways. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, uh, the story of Mary and Martha. Um, We come to this story today, and we get a a bonus story from Abram and Sarah. Um, And uh, that story of Abram and Sarah, I kind of like the... I wish it would have gone a little longer because the next thing right after that when he says, surely your, your wife Sarah will have a child the next time I come back around. Uh, we'll have a son the next time I come back around. Um, Sarah hears that in the tent, laughs, and we get into the whole story about this promise of God. It's so unbelievable. But the, the, what's happening in this story of Abraham and Sarah and these visitors that come under the oak trees of Mamre. Um, they, they, uh, they're there, and it's about hospitality, right? The idea of entertaining and hosting those who come to us, of being welcoming and, in, and engaging, of making sure that those who come to us are cared for. And it's quite amazing. I, I mean... If somebody stop, if you stop by my house later, I'd probably offer you a drink, or Dana probably would offer you a drink because she's better at hospitality than me. But uh, um, you know, did you catch what Abram did for these three? He he uh, slaughters a calf and cooks it, and makes curds and milk, and uh, serves them drinks to start with. How much time are they sitting under the oak trees in Mamre is what I, I came away from this story going. And I'm like, wow, that, that is really pulling out all of the stops. He, he wanted them to know that they mattered. And that's what the whole thing about hospitality is communicating that truth. That the guest who comes to us is worth our effort and our time. So now look at that story in terms of Mary and Martha. Martha is also has that as her focus, right? She wants to make sure everything is right. She's getting the meal attended to correctly. She's making sure things are neat and tidy. She's making sure that Jesus has everything that he needs. And she's doing it all on her own, right? And so she comes to Jesus and says, Jesus, I know, I'm glad you're here, right? It's Martha who invited her into him into her home, right? And so Martha gets that right. She gets so much right here. But the one thing she misses is the one thing that we often miss. She gets focused on the have, on all the things she has to do. And she forgets that she actually wants to do them. So that they, those chores become chores instead of an opportunity to serve and to, and to bring value and honor and importance to her guest, who in this case is Jesus. I think about that often because I, I, the, that little switch in language, right? 
How many things during your day do you say, oh, I have to do this? <laughs> right? I have to, I have to, I have to. And so we think through the list and we make our list in the morning like I was talking about the kids or we make it the night before so that we can um, have it ready to go first thing in the morning and we don't have to think when we're groggy and tired. Right? Um, so, we, uh, so whenever that is, we've got our stuff together and then we look at it and we say, these are all the things I have to do today. I don't know about you, but growing up, I had to do were always the things that I put off as long as I could. And I would find... Or sometimes, some of you are, uh, are, are not procrastinators like myself. So some of you are like, if I have to do it, then I'll get all of that done right away, and then I can do what I want to do. And so, uh, but, but in either case, if it's a have to, what happens? I either put it off or I rush through it. And the work itself is not given the attention that it needs. In both of those cases. I submit to you that Martha and Mary, like us, have both missed the mark here. <laughs> I don't think that Mary gets it right any more than Martha does. But there's one thing that helps. Mary is focused on the word of Jesus. And what I want us to see is that I think the word of Jesus moves us from have to to want to. Because most of my have to's aren't really have to's. They're on my list. Why? Because I want to help those around me because I want to be a good father, a good spouse, because I want to serve my congregation. I want to fulfill the expectations of those who matter, who God has made part of my life. I want to do that. But I forget that in the midst of all the things I've said I have to do in order to do that. You ever find yourself in my shoes? Or my sandals as it would be? We move to want to when it becomes about the most important thing. That Jesus is in the life and the people, the opportunities, the work. That it's all about Jesus. When the world sees how we welcome, how we love, how we go the, how we put in the extra effort to say, Stay here under this tree a little longer. I'm going to get, the, I'm going to get some, uh, some veal for you. Right? Unbelievable. Everything. Because the one who has come into our life matters more than anyone else.
and my deepest desire is to serve him. All the have-tos are not his have-tos. One thing matters, that I serve and sit and learn and work with Jesus. The have-tos I do to myself. May God move you today and this week to see in your have-tos the desires of God's heart and the opportunities you have to be what God has made you to be.